Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from Central Park here in New York City. And, um, obviously I'm live. <laughs> so, I, I wasn't planning on doing an episode this, this quickly. Um, but some, some stories came out that I just, I really wanted to talk about. And, again, without the blog being up and running. I just figured that the best way to, to do this is to um, do another episode. So, yay, here I am. So, Keisha Cole apparently um, put out an Instagram last, I, sometime last week that said she was pregnant. Now, I don't know, like, the story must have been buried under another bigger story, because I didn't see it. But, um... You know, that would have been happy news. Would have been being the operative words here. Because she came out and said, and admitted that she faked the pregnancy. Let me repeat this. Keisha Cole faked a pregnancy. Now, some are going to say, well, you know, it was only on social media, blah, blah, blah. And she came out right away. But this is straight out of a soap opera plot. How do you fake a pregnancy? And, you know, to her credit, it didn't seem like anyone forced her to to retract or, or, you know, there was no big story or anything salacious like where someone called her out on her lying. So she came clean on her own, which, you know, that's a... That's good. But are we really at that point now where where we are faking pregnancies just to get attention? I, I didn't know this was days of our hip-hop artists. You know, I, I'm just really stunned. Like, you know... To be fair, this was not a soap opera plot because the soap opera plot would have kept it going for at least six or seven months. She kept it going for less than six days. Like, if, if you're going to do something like that, have the decency to make it interesting. Let there be little spills, little gossip that maybe you're not really pregnant. Look at Beyonce. She, she has milked her fake pregnancy for all it's it, 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 it's worse so you know that's that's just one of those things where like I may not always like Beyonce but damn bitch knows how to milk a story you know Jay-Z cheated on her she has two albums now and like a million and one singles and you know she's going to do a tell-all interview when her career starts heading downwards. Um, I, I'm just really stunned by all of this. Like, just when I thought that I'd seen everything, this happens. And, you know, if, if someone had told me, like, it was Heidi Montag or, um, Kim Kardashian... 
I wouldn't have batted an eye. I would have been like, yep, and it's going to be, it's going to play out on the show, and somehow they're going to make themselves look like a victim. But Keisha Cole is a very respected artist. She has a great voice. She's one of, probably, the premier artists of our time. And she's still selling out tours. She's not struggling like Mariah Carey or um, Christina Aguilera are. are. You know, I don't think, maybe she hasn't had a hit in a minute, but, you know, sometimes careers do that. Sometimes careers really just tumble down. And, you know, you start to plot your comeback. You don't plot your comeback by faking a pregnancy for six days. Yes. So, you know, that's just the whole thing. Like, six days of faking a pregnancy. I mean, I just, I'm going to go get a drink and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Hopefully this time it records and and actually holds a recording because I just recorded this segment and it disappeared. So let's try this again. Um, we're going to stick with the crazy because um, Keisha Cole just has me all fucked up. How do you fake a pregnancy for six days? Like, oh, damn it, Taylor Swift. Um, so anyways, staying on the crazy train, we're going to talk about Roseanne. Um, all last week she was promoting and talking about how um, she had all these TV offers pouring in and whatnot, and yada, yada, yada. So, okay. You know, I I get it. Like, when, when you're in a position like she is, you really want to, um, promote yourself. Like, I have... Um, Shape of Love out now, and I have um, One Death to Live coming out um, very soon. So you want to take to social media, and you really want to get get it get the um, words out there. So I, I understand what she was doing. I really do. Um, Self promotion is one of the biggest things that you can do. But at the same time, you have to scale back or use something. Use something that's within uh, your your repertoire. So, anyway, so Roseanne just kept talking about how she wanted, you know, she had all these TV offers pouring in, and she was going to make an announcement very soon. And then she said, "Well, I'm going to do a TV interview. It's going to happen very soon." Blah 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 blah. So okay, you know, and I thought that was a good thing, like. Um, you know, she got in trouble for, for saying nasty things about somebody. Um, and she was going to have probably a heavyweight reporter, um, talking to her, which is a great thing. You, you want someone with experience and depth to be by your side because that, that'll help you. So, okay, you know, and I'm, I'm sure that there were a lot of journalists just itching to get their hands on this interview because it, it would have been a ratings blockbuster. Notice I said would have been. So, yesterday, Roseanne goes back on Twitter, the, the source of all of her trouble, 
and makes a comment, or not not a comment. She tweets that she is going to interview herself and post it to um post it to her YouTube channel. Now I just have to point this out. She's not being interviewed. It is a monologue. She's going to have a monologue. Which is what I do when I record um, Drunk Gossip without um, a guest co-host or any guest with me. And it works because then I can record whatever I need to. Um, you know, or I can have a guest come in and whatever. So it really does work. And, you know, um, I'm not going to Like, if I say something that's offensive... I'm not going to get fired because I own the podcast. Um, you know, the only thing that might happen to me are, um, distributors might drop me. I'm on Spotify now. We're on Spotify now, guys. Yay! Welcome to Spotify listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Um, but I just think that that needs to be thought about for a second. Nothing's going to happen to me. No one can fire me. I don't have a radio show. Unless someone wants to buy this, um, buy the rights to this and let me host a radio show. I'm looking at you serious. All you have to do is come talk to me. I will totally do a radio show. (laughs) But, you know, what Roseanne wants to do is avoid being asked uncomfortable questions that she doesn't want to answer. She doesn't want to answer that to why she doesn't think it's racist what she said when she said the same exact thing about somebody else. Because then she has to dig in deeper and really look at herself. And, you know, that's... That, that's really not okay. Like, you know, if you really want redemption, don't post a monologue to your followers. Do the damn interview. Answer the tough questions. And let people see how very sorry you really are. Because all you're telling us right now is you're not very sorry. And that's the truth. I'll be right back. I'm going to check my email to see if Sirius emailed me about picking up drunk gossip for a radio show. I'll be right back. Okay, and I'm back. Um, Sunny Hostin, um, she's a... A, a co-host of The View. Uh, she had a really sad story about her vacation in the Hamptons. She uh, she was with some friends and the and 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 her kids and the, I believe their kids. And apparently, um, the you know there was it was nighttime. There was some fireworks and stuff going off, and a group of kids. And I don't know how large, but she it, she made it seem like it was 20 or more more kids. Started yelling racist things towards her and, and her group of friends and family. And it really shook them, shook everyone to the core. So much so that she filed a police report. And they were, they would say things like, we can do this because we're, patri- you know, we're patriotic. We're just blah, blah, blah. Um, and... Uh, you know, this is what happens when a Nazi is elected leader of the country. 
yes, he is a Nazi. He may not be Hitler. Although I think there can be a very, very strong case made for, for that. Um, with his language, the things he does. Um, and he's never denied having um, a copy of Hitler's speeches and Mein Kampf in his, um, on his nightstand. But, you know, really, this whole era, in the Obama age, it was not okay. It was not, P- I don't want to say it wasn't PC, but it was not okay to be racist. It was not okay to be hateful. And somehow that pissed people off. I don't understand. I don't understand why, you know, being a decent human being and not hating somebody because of the color of their skin, their sexual orientation, or, or their gender, why, is the, why that's such a big deal. But to these people, and I believe it is just a very vocal minority, um, it, it was a big deal. Or it is a big deal. And, you know, luckily I haven't, I haven't really dealt with, um, any homophobia or anything like that. Um, but that's not to say that I won't or I couldn't, because, again, this is, this is a whole new era for us. The, the, when the leader of the free world says that there are, are good people on both sides when he's speaking about Nazis and neo-Nazis... That tells you everything you need to know. There are not good people who identify as neo-Nazis. They are bad people. They are horrible to their core. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it very slowly for the people in the back who don't want to hear this. Nazis and neo-Nazis are horrible people to their core. There is no redeeming qualities about them. They are filled with hate and anger and they need to be in therapy because if you hate somebody that much because they're not the same color as you you have a problem you know it and I'm going to be told that there are some good people who voted for Trump they may be good people but they didn't let the racism bother them they didn't let the homophobia bother them they didn't let the misogyny bother them and yes he is misogynistic I you know one of my favorite things now is oh of course he doesn't hate women he loves women no he doesn't he hates women because if you don't hate women you don't rate them on a scale you don't cheat on your wives you don't cheat on your wife when she's pregnant with your son about to give birth that's an asshole move and what those kids did to Sonny Hostin whether you like her or hate her they were assholes. Period. I don't want to hear any arguments about this. Because there's no arguments to be had. Let me be very clear here. There, there is no room for racism. If you call yourself a true American, you have to realize we all are immigrants. We stole this land from the Native Americans. That's why they have their own sovereign nations on our soil. Because we stole this and our ancestors realized what a shitty thing to do that was. And we tried to start to make it right a little bit. As far as Sunny, um, she says her daughter is very traumatized and she's considering going into therapy over this. You know, I really hope things get better. I wish I could meet Sunny and just hug her. Um, you know, and I've met Megan McCain. I actually... 
um, accidentally ran into her one day. And she is sweet as pie, so I don't know exactly. Um, I didn't watch the show. I just read about this online. So I, I really hope that Megan doesn't try to defend um, what they did or what they said. Because there's no defense. And if she does, then she's not the person she presented herself to be to me. And I'll be right back. You know, there are sometimes... I don't believe in coincidences. But there are sometimes when I really feel like the universe is speaking. Um, so... I... Um, I, I told you guys, I always read the gossip blogs... And Blind Gossip is one of my favorites in Howdy Approaching. Um, sorry, I, I got distracted. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous man. Um, gorgeous man. Sorry. This is what happened. This is why I should only record in the Trent Gossip Studios. Um, anyways, I was saying, um, I always read Blind Gossip, and they had this whole um, thing... And this is this is kind of circling back around to the Keisha Cole um, story um, with fake pregnancies. And remember how I had talked about Beyonce? This is this this is tying into that, even though I didn't know that it was going to. So, the first time that Beyonce was pregnant, uh, she performed at the VMAs and rubbed her tummy, and that was like her officially confirming that she was pregnant. And, you know, and then they had the twins. Um, and the rumor across every single... And this is very important for me to say. The story across every single gossip blog is that Beyonce has never carried the babies. She's always used a surrogate. Um, and they back it up with proof. Um, and, I mean, blind gossip, um, crazy days and nights, delisted. They all say the same exact thing. So, I, I think it's fairly, fairly certain that she didn't carry those babies. Well, now she's trying to send it off again and make people um, think that she's pregnant by rubbing her belly. And then, um, instead of wearing her form-fitting outfits that she's widely known for, she is um, wearing very blousey outfits. So that, you know, she can be comfortable. And it's really interesting because Blind Gossip yesterday had... I forgot what the blind is called, so forgive me. But they, um... It's something like Three Failed Singers or something like that. And in it, they're talking about three singers... Who are having a really difficult time selling tickets to their new tour... And, um, they said, you know, how are they going to go about this? And, um, they said, you know, fake a pregnancy, fake an injury, fake illness, something wrong with the, uh, with the venues. And then, and then the rumors popped right up today that Beyonce may be pregnant again. And it, it's coming as more and more people are, are talking about how um, the, the tour that she's doing with Jay-Z isn't really selling very well. Now, 
I don't know why um, it's not selling well. You know, for all intents and purposes, this is a tour that should be fairly popular. Um, Beyonce is still at the top of her game. Jay-Z, um, his last album didn't do it quite as well, but when you're only releasing it to title, and streaming is now a very big part of the music business, that, that, that could be, that, that could be an issue. So, it, it's very interesting, like, the, like, literally the day after, they put, that Blind Gossip put out their item and put it out into the universe, Beyonce is starting the rumors on her own. And, you know, it, it's going to happen, the, the tour is going to be canceled because it's not selling well. And they're going to be able to blame it on the pregnancy. Oh, she can't. She just cannot possibly continue to tour. Because why? I don't know. Um, and it's going to be really funny if her baby bum starts moving again. And people call her out on it. Now, I, I know it sounds like I'm a hater. But after the Keisha Coles faking a pregnancy for six days. I'm really hoping that if... if Beyonce is faking a pregnancy that she can make it last for longer than that because really a six day fake pregnancy is just it's not even really worth talking about and that really makes me mad and I'll be right back and I'm back so I've noticed something and I'm sure that this has been going on a lot longer than um than what I've noticed, but I've noticed that when when a singer's new album isn't doing well or it's not received well by fans, they'll drop a new single that kind of harkens back to their most popular songs. Um, last year, um, after Joanne failed to like be. The, the critical and commercial um, um, success that Lady Gaga wanted, she kind of reset herself with The Cure. Now, The Cure is a great song, and it, it really does harken back to, like, the greatest pop ballads and the, the stuff that Lady Gaga does very, 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 very well. And it... It, like, turned things around for her. It was a top ten hit. Um, it's played in the club all the time. Um, and, you know, it it just kind of did what it was supposed to do, and it kind of reset her. Um, Justin Timberlake is now doing that. Um, his Man in the Woods CD just did not... I don't, like, I don't know what happened there. I don't know who told him that it was a good idea for him to do that. But whoever told him should be fired because it's, that's just not a sound that we want to hear from Justin Timberlake. And I'm sure someone's going to tell me, oh, well, it's not all about what you want to hear. Someone's going to, you know, whatever. I don't want to hear it. It's bullpucky. You know, that's like saying we don't want to hear Adele sing a breakup song. Sure, she can sing something else, you know, and knowing Adele's powerhouse vocals, it'll sound amazing. But you know what sounds even more amazing? Adele singing a breakup song. Adele saying, 
fuck you to her ex. That's what we want to hear. That's why we love her. That's why we shell out money to buy her albums. And with Justin Timberlake, we, we kind of want, like, the cool, retro-sounding, funky songs. Like, um, I, I keep wanting to say Rock Your Body, but that is so, in the Me Too era, it is just so not right. And I have a hard time listening to it, you know, especially when he's telling some woman that he's going to have her, or he better have her naked by the end of the song. Not even, you know... He's not asking her. He's like, you, you're going to get naked. And it's just, oh, oi. It, it, it's not okay. Um, so, yeah. Whoever told them that they thought Man in the Woods would be okay. Like, you know, I know sometimes um, record companies will let their top artists just do something. And sometimes it works. When Madonna's record company let her do a, an album full of ballads, it worked very, very well. But Madonna is the master of reinvention. I mean, I don't think I have... I don't think I have seen someone reinvent themselves more. Um... You know, and I... Brava, Madonna, brava. So, when the story broke yesterday that Justin dropped a new single, I kind of yawned because I was like, ugh, another boring, I'm not going to listen to it. And then people were like, oh, no, 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 like, this is not off the new CD, this is a, a one-off. So I was like, alright, and I listened to it, and it, it, it's great. It's probably going to um, be like The Cure. It's, it's probably not going to be like a smash... And it's probably not going to be, like, an instant classic. Uh, but it's definitely going to turn his career around. And, you know, I think... I, I think at this point that's more important than... Um, having a, a, a smash hit single. Um, you know, we talked the other day about Taylor Swift. Like, Delicate... It is growing. And it's not the smash shit that people really think, but it is re- resetting her... Um, it, it's resetting everything in her career right now. And she's... She's probably going to put out another CD soon. Oh, God. Sorry, Mandy. I know you're going through a lot. We love you. And that's going to do it for this episode of Junk Gossip. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Cheers.